Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Taylor and Hannah Talk About Stuff. Today is a very exciting day because we have a special guest. Oh, oh yeah. So our special guest is actually my brother, Nathan Mason. Nathan, say hi. Hello. It is me. It is you. <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> so Nathan is here today to talk to us a little bit about fandoms. Apparently. Yeah. So we were, Nathan and I were talking about this a day or two ago about fandoms and like ones that we used to be in, ones that we are in now, and kind of all the ones that exist right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot. There are a lot. Yeah. So let's get right into it and talk about some fandoms. So, Nathan, are you currently in any fandoms? Well, it depends on how you define fandom. We looked it up. Yeah. And a fandom is the state or condition of being a fan of someone or something. So basically, everyone's a fan of something. True. So does that mean everyone's a fandom? Technically, I would say so. But the conventional use that people are, that we're talking about is generally the like a, referring to a group of people that are a fandom where they all have something in common, which is being a fan of one specific thing. Correct. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, Nathan, do you think are you in any fandoms currently? I would say so. I am probably would be considered in the fandom of like Pokemon and um some some shows that I watch stuff like that what kind of shows um there's one called uh Jojo's Bizarre Adventure that one's what's that um, I have no idea what that is <laughs> Taylor do you know what that is uh I do not I have no it's idea. an it's an anime we we just as we discussed earlier you do not know anything about anime anyways um but also a Pokemon I said um some other video games that I'm in the fan that I would consider myself in the fandom of what what video games? Um, Minecraft. There's a game called Enter the Gungeon. That one's really cool too. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen this, Taylor, but I feel like Minecraft is coming back. Oh, uh, I say it's it's been back for a while, but there was there. Now I I must say there was a big drop off for a little bit. I mean by I mean by drop off for Minecraft is still a big player base, but. I'd say in the past year or two, there's just been a resurgence of players for it, and it's bumping back to where it was. Definitely, yeah, because it started the moment Minecraft started to drop off a little bit was when Fortnite was rising, and the Fortnite fandom is absolutely massive. And then, <laughs> absolutely, yep, I agree. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Apex Legends started taking over and kicking out Fortnite, and then Fortnite, and then all the Fortnite people were like, "Wait a minute, remember this old thing called Minecraft?" <laughs> and yeah. then everyone started playing Minecraft again. So I'm not a nerd like you two. <laughs> I don't play the video games. But when I was in middle school and beginning of high school, I was a huge Hunger Games fan. I would say I was in the Hunger Games fandom. And I have to say that was one of my favorite trilogies ever. I I would be with you on that. I remember, I think it was probably middle school for me too. I remember getting all the books at the library and just like mm-hmm. sitting down and started reading. 
and just like reading to the late night, reading through them, just not thinking about anything else, just so focused yeah. on reading those because they're so good. I remember starting reading the first one. I listened to them on audiobooks, but I got the first one on audiobook. I was like, okay, okay, this is pretty good, it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I read, I watched the movies first. The you first watched two. the movies first? Yeah, we watched them mm-hmm. together. We were over at the people's house. Someone, we're at a friend's yeah, house. Yeah, friend's house. Um, we were. Yeah, we were over at a friend's house and we watched the first Hunger Game movie together. And then with the same group of people, group made it back, back up again. And then we watched the second movie. And I so had you watched the-, the movies before you read the books. I watched the first two movies and mm-hmm. then I read the first two books. And I have not watched the third movie and I have not finished reading the third movie. So there's actually four movies. I forgot about that. Because they made the last book into two. Yeah, because I haven't seen them. That's why I don't know. What? We need to watch them, man. No, I heard a spoiler. And spoilers right now, if someone hasn't read it yet, spoiler warning, I'm going to spoil something. Finnick dies and I'm mad. I got a spoiler (laughs) that Finnick died and he's my favorite character and I'm mad and I refuse to continue. Really? That's no, that's what... yes, that's a that's wow. not a joke. I actually just dropped the books when I found out that Finnick dies. That's that's a tough spoiler yeah. to have to, spoiler. have to hear. I remember the moment when I was told. <laughs> I was so sad. That's. I mean, I'm in that same boat with uh, the Avengers. I still haven't seen. You haven't seen the most Endgame recent yet? One, Endgame. Really? No, and I pretty much know what all happens just from scrolling. Yeah, because everyone spoiled everything. Out. Because people kept memeing things and it was just crazy. So I'm just like, oh, I know what happens. I haven't even seen it. So that's another good question. How are you guys feeling on the Marvel versus DC fandoms? DC is DC is bad. (laughs) (laughs) They need to make a good movie. That's, I mean, okay, they've done some okay jobs, but here they've fallen off the ball. Here's the thing, and. I stand, but I like, I'm, I, I'm in the minority here, but I like DC. They, their movies kind of have two sep between DC and Marvel. They're two different kind of movies. I mean, DC has normally been kind of feeling bleak and dark with their movies. And Marvel always has that, you know, that positive vibe at the end. The, the hero always wins. With DC, uh, you look at like a darker side. If you guys seen, um, uh, Batman vs Superman the movie just kind of has like a dark theme to it, and and like Man vs Steel that kind of thing, and then of course you look at Joker, which is probably their savior movie, but it's just again a darker movie. Marvel, you have you know your all your Avengers, your friendly superheroes, everyone's pumped up, ready to go. They have that big conflict and then that huge mm. win at the end where uh, where they get the dub. So it's kind of two separate, but I do agree DC could be doing better with their because they have some great. Superheroes mm-hmm. that can do movies. I really on. liked the Wonder Woman movie. I know you guys didn't mention that one, but I I really enjoyed that one, and that was DC. Um, so I do think DC has some good movies, but if I did have to pick one, I feel like Marvel would be better. The thing for me is that I always feel like DC is always taking themselves too seriously. There's like, okay, it's time. Yes, okay. They're doing a darker thing. That's their thing. It's not Mar- It's not Marvel. They're different. That's fine. But it's just, it feels like they take themselves way too seriously to the point that sometimes it just feels like forced. And then they try to make like a funny, like lighthearted joke. And it's just like, wow, this is completely off, like off pace from the mm. rest of the movie and just doesn't feel right. This is also saying yes. I haven't seen a lot of DC movies. I mostly just watched the Marvel 
bunch of Marvel movies mm. and stuff. Um, because most of the DC movies just don't look very good. And, and other my friends watch them and they're like, it's garbage. Don't bother. I'm like, okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think it all. See, for me, though, I. No, oh, it's sorry. okay. I was just going to say, I think it also depends on who your favorite superhero is. Because, like, if your favorite superhero is in Marvel, then obviously you're going to like Marvel better. And if your favorite superhero is in DC, then you're going to like DC better. So I feel like that has something to do with it. What do you guys think? I mean, that's part of mine. I mean, I'm a huge Batman fan, so DC is huge in my book. But, I mean, you look at movies like Suicide Squad, and you're just like, or Justice League, and you didn't hear anything about them. They just kind of vanished yeah. after they released. Mm-hmm. But then you look at Marvel. Where they also have, like, Marvel punchlines where it keeps people, you know, interacted with the movie and keeps them focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And going along with what Hannah said with uh, favorite superheroes, Favorite superhero Spider Man. Boom! I am Marvel fan. This is just fact. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're great superheroes in um, in DC too. Like Batman's a great superhero. I love. I like Batman and the Flash. Those kinds of guys. Um, but like Superman's like their their main poster boy. Like the guy that everyone knows for DC. And I don't really like him. I'm gonna be honest. He's just too like. It's just so hard to like think about him because it's like he's basically unstoppable. Like basically unstoppable. He's just he can fly and shoot lasers. He can fly past them. The Flash, who's like can at times a run has run through time. Like it's their characters are insane, and it's hard for me to uh, think about them. If that Mm. makes any sense. For me, if you look at it as well, the reason I kind of a DC, I am a huge fan of the whole Batman trilogy with uh, Christopher Nolan, the director. Mm. And that just set us such a high standard for DC. So, I mean, that whole trilogy, I mean, it's one of the, my, you know, my opinion, Dark Knight alone with the Joker in it is just one of the greatest movies. I mean, it's just a fantastic watch. And I think they really hyped them up. And then from there on, it's kind of tough, but I think they're kind of crawling back out. But who knows? We'll see how it goes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys feel about Percy Jackson? That's one of my favorite book series. Great books. Um, yeah, Percy Jackson's awesome. It's if for those who don't know, it's basically a guy, the, the author named Rick Riordan. He basically took a bunch of ancient Greek myths and he t- took them and said, "What would it be like if they were in modern day?" And so he took them and did that. And the story follows a character named Percy Jackson. Duh who um, is a demigod, which means half God, half human. And so it follows his adventures through the world that Rick Radden has created, where it, he deals with monsters, goes on quests for the gods, stuff like that. And it's, a, in my opinion, a very, very well-written, very well-created world and uh, story. And it continues on. There's another series afterwards called uh, Heroes of Olympus, where there's... Um, where there's other characters who go along with Percy and they go on different adventures and it goes from their perspective too. And it's really, it's a lot of fun. It's a good, good series. How do you feel like the movies were in comparison to the books? Uh, um, <laughs> so there was a quote that Rick Riordan said is quoted as saying, I'm not, I'm pretty sure you actually said it is that take the books as the books and the movies as the movies. 
because the movies were take took thorough uh, creative license with. They um, completely changed the story. They completely changed a bunch of stuff about it, and it didn't feel like it. Barely even felt like the original. Because, like, they had, like, 19-year-olds playing the main character when he was supposed to be 12. They had uh, the main the main character, who, one of the main characters who was a girl named Annabeth. She was supposed to be a very light, bright blonde who, who whose hair was pretty clearly brown. And there's a bunch of other stuff that's, like, nitpickiness. Um but there was they just completely changed it and it didn't feel right and in my opinion it was even if you didn't compare it to the movie to the books i mean um it still wasn't a great movie regardless mm. yeah i liked the percy jackson um series i didn't read all the books though kind of like nathan i kind of like with him with the hunger games like i kind of trickled off after a while kind of got a little bored and like i watched the movies and they just weren't that great just in general as movies like without the books so to know that the book was so good and the movies were so bad was just so disappointing in my eyes like it was just sad (laughs) um i know that one thing when taylor and i first started dating i learned something wild about him that he'd never seen star wars movies Wait, what? Nope. Like none of them? When I first, yeah, the first point I haven't seen any of them. I yeah, when think. we first met, he'd never seen By any of them. By the time you guys had met, I had seen all of them at least twice. <laughs> and here's the thing I did have some background knowledge, though, because I grew up playing Lego Star Wars. So I had background knowledge with story and characters. I did the that same kind of thing. thing. I, watched, I, I haven't seen the movies, though. Yeah, I played through them before I watched the movies. How do you <laughs> feel about that fandom? Like, in terms of, it's, I feel like it's full of so many different ages of people. Because there's people who are our parents' age who grew up watching these movies as they came out. And then there's people like us who watched the movies after the fact and are now here for the the new trilogy. Uh, Yeah, it's a very interesting. It's very interesting because the movies came out so long ago. And then there are people that grew up and showed them to their kids. And so then, now they have the other generation but then there's also some people that didn't really watch them at all or didn't really know much about them and then the new ones started coming out and they went huh what's this and started going back and watching the old ones which i think are better than the new ones in some respects but um that's a different topic yeah yeah i've seen yeah, do I you think, think the first uh five maybe i forget it was like a big star wars marathon but so what i've talked to with like stars friends fans of mine um a lot of them will love the the older movies way more because they have that original feel and a lot of them feel now with all the new that they keep you know they pump out a new one every year it's so much just putting you know some money on it you know they feel that they just want money because you can pretty much slap stars on anything and people are going to go buy it go see it any merch that kind of thing yeah. so a lot of people i've seen i've seen but i mean a lot of people love the new movies as well but I've seen people be like, well, the quality is just decreasing because they're just trying to get that that paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. And Disney took it over. Yes. So since then, it's been crazy. But I have to say, I did watch all of the new trilogy, and they were very well done. Like, I'm glad that Disney embraced the Star mm. Wars world. Do you have a different opinion, Nathan? 
I don't like the first two. The first two reboot mm. ones are bad, in my opinion. Like, really just not good, in my opinion. Why? Because uh, the first reboot one was almost exactly the same as the fourth movie. Main character, yeah, it turns out to be a Jedi. It starts off on a desert planet. And, uh, oh, no. I knew more. There are other people. There are, okay. There are other people that know more about the stuff, but it's very similar kind of stuff. Mm. I've heard other people explain it better. I don't actually remember. I thought I did, and I don't. But the third one that they did, I, there's a lot of people that are trashing on it. Absolutely despise the movie, and I thought it actually was pretty good. Also, that's coming from the perspective of looking back at the other ones and seeing how bad they messed up on them. And then looking at it and going, huh, this isn't as bad. Um, there are a lot of really Star Wars Buffy people that are just like, this is terrible. I can't stand it. And I don't care. It looked really cool. It, it felt really cool. Ray was a character that in the first two movies, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like her at, at all. I barely, Finn, eh, like I could, like, I didn't like him very much either. Um, but in the third, in the third movie, I kind of, I kind of felt for them or like I kind of mm. was okay with them being on screen basically. Well, by the time you get to the third one, you're finally invested. Like it took all three movies for you to get fully invested in their story, in their plans. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say conventionally that is how it works, but I don't, I wasn't even invested. I was in, I got invested at the beginning of the third movie. I didn't care if they lived or died until the third. Movie. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> And kind of going back to what we said before, Disney, when Disney got the rights, they started making all these movies. They showed that they could make a good um, Star Wars movie mm-hmm. when they made Rogue One, which mm, is by true. almost everyone's opinion. I don't want to speak for everyone, but from everyone I've heard from, they really, really love that movie. And I love it too. It's one of the best ones. So speaking of Disney... Do you think Disney itself as a whole can be a fandom? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, you look at, I mean, Disney World, if you go there, it's not just kids. You have adults that are all Disney all the time as well. True. Yeah. Like, we know people personally that Disney's life. It's the most magical place on earth. And that's why Disney can put any price they want on their tickets and they can sell tons and people will be there anyway. True. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where it's like Disney itself is its own fandom, but then it's so big that they have their own fandoms inside of those fandoms. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's really interesting in that way. There's also like the and Disney animated movies, which are definitely have their own fandom. Yeah, it's all just like sub fandoms underneath the one big Disney. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Though I think Disney is, like I said, the most magical place on earth, <laughs> and I, I really like Disney. Um, but when I think of straight up Disney, my mind always goes to Disney Channel, and I'm like, oh, like I'm too old for that. But then I think about the Disney movies, and I'm like, I still want to watch those. So yeah, I would say I'm a fan. <laughs> I would You're say f- that. I'm what? A- What'd you say? You're a fan of Disney? <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of Disney. Okay. 
I'm a, I'd say I'm a fan of some of their stuff. There's other stuff that I'm just like, eh, like, okay, that exists. Like, it, they made uh, this show, uh, Gravity Falls. Good show. I love Gravity Good Falls. Show. Fantastic show. Yes. Exactly. I could just, then, that show, I could just appreciate the artwork of it. It's just, it's just incredible. Mm. It's incredibly, it's incredibly written. It's incredibly presented. It looks gorgeous. All, everything about that show is awesome. Do you guys have a favorite Disney movie? Are we talking? Is we, Pixar underneath it? I'm gonna say no. Go for original Disney. Are we saying a Disney? Those original Disney animated movies? I'm I'm assuming. Just an original Disney animated movie. Yes. Okay. Leroy and Stitch, the third Lilo and Stitch movie. It's my favorite. Leroy. And Leroy Stitch. and Stitch. Yes. That's Lilo and Stitch number three. That's the third movie, yes. Wow. There was the first movie, and then there, there was the first movie, then there was the animated the animated series, which was the the, uh, uh, the TV show, and then there's the third movie. Interesting. The second, the second movie and then the third movie, actually. It's the first movie, series, second movie, third one. And you think the third one is the best? I enjoy the third one the most. Okay. <laughs> it's usually odd. Usually people don't like the third one the best. It's because I watched it so many times when I was younger. Mm. I would go to the library and my mom would like, pick out a movie for you to watch. See what you can find. And I'd always just grab the same thing over and over and over again. It was just Leroy and Stitch every time. It was great. I'd have to say that mine is probably Finding Nemo or The Little Mermaid. I'm torn between those two because I think Finding Nemo is hilarious. Is it Finding Nemo Pixar? No, it's Disney. I is it? I mean, Pix. I'm pretty sure that's Pixar. I don't know. I th- it could be, but I don't think it is. Pretty sure it's just Disney. It's produced by Pixar. Hands looking. Hands looking it's produced by Pixar. Yes. It is. Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah. See, it says Pixar right now. My bad. So you broke okay. your only rule. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so I pick The Little Mermaid then. Which for is hundred percent Disney. For me, it's Fox and the Hound. Aw. Which I didn't, Aww, I which I was. didn't realize was released in 1981, which it's is old. like 40 years ago. That's insane. Dang. I, I mean, I knew it was old, that. but dang. Movie, it's such a cute movie. It's great. Yeah, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Fantastic movie. So another one that I have a question about is anime because there's so many anime movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, can you just have a fandom around anime or does it have to be like a fandom around a specific show or movie or something? I, as probably the person that knows the most about anime here, um, <laughs> would say that you could just be an anime like you can say you're an anime fan means you like a bunch of different anime but that's like saying you're a fan of uh of action movies it is it's a mm. whole genre right mm. so you can it's possible to be a fan in the fandom of all of anime but that's even bigger of a scope than saying you're a fan of disney like there's so many different sub genres because it's just every single series has its own uh fandom usually too gotcha so generally people will say like, oh, I'm part of the uh, Naruto fandom or One Piece or uh, 
sort our own line, those kinds of things. Um, those are all anime series if you don't know that. But. Would you say you're you a fan of the animes? Uh, yeah, I, I'm a fan <laughs> of the animes. Wow. I'm uneducated. <laughs> that's almost worse than that's almost as bad as mispronouncing anime, which I've heard way too many times. Um, <laughs> How do people mispronounce anime? I've heard anime, or I don't even remember what the other ones. There were some real stupid ones. I think animu was one. Animu. A, a person seriously <laughs> said that to my face. I was like, "Excuse me, what? You mean you mean anime?" Um, but also for people who may not may not know, anime is basically just it's a Japanese. It's a Japanese um, TV show style or movie style, um, which generally looks kind of similar in art style. Um, and it's usually for young, uh, young adults or like teen, older teenagers. So it's not for like 10 year olds, but it's not for like 30 year olds. So it's in that little range. You know what show should be for 10 year olds and not for 30 year olds what my little pony (laughs) fair the my little pony fandom is full of a lot of adult males and i don't know why yeah they're called bronies yeah bronies why i respect the show i I can't explain that because i'm not a part of that i have no interest in being a part of that I have a friend who her older brother is a brony, like would publicly admit that. Can we get him on this podcast? I know. <laughs> I'll ask him. Just for this specific purpose. We'll love to dis- I would love to discuss. I would love to, just to talk to him through it. I can't weigh in really because I don't want to judge it before, like if I haven't watched it. Because there are some shows where I'm like, this is going to be stupid. And I start watching it and go, okay, no, this is real good. But. That doesn't happen very often, also, too. <laughs> um, usually shows that look bad usually are bad, but depends. Yeah. Uh, so I don't understand the hype around My Little Pony or Care Bears or anything like that. No. Oh, Care Bears. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's crazy that adults watch that for fun, personally. It's like, but, I mean, for them, it's like a community, you know? They get together and talk about stuff they like with each other. Yeah, I guess so. Not just like me going to talk to my friends about like video games or sports, you know. Everyone has their own community like being a part of. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I really I would like to talk with someone that would kind of explain the the love behind it. Yeah, maybe yeah. we could get someone on. Maybe. Um, one cartoon that I am a big fan of is The Last Airbender. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That is a very, very good show. Yeah. Did you know the people that made that, the two main like lead guys that made it, they um, they went to an art school around here. Really? Yeah. They went to RISD? Yeah, they went to RISD. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then there's this other another podcast I watched that explained the entire backstory of all of Avatar The Last Airbender, where it came from. Wow. That's crazy. How did you feel about the next season? Like of the show. Legend of Korra? Legend of Korra. Okay, so the first season of Legend of Korra was okay. It felt different because of because the world changed and all this sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, 
you need to watch Avatar The Last Airbender and then watch the first season of Legend of Korra and then watch the first like few episodes of the next season and then realize it's bad and then stop watching. Because <laughs> um, Legend of Korra is overall pretty bad. It's This is emphasized by the fact that when you've watched the first one, it's it's like a masterpiece in most people's in a lot of people's eyes, including myself. Um, so it just feels wrong when the next generation of it just feels subpar mm. and and then it continues and it just gets more and more more worse and worse and it's very very hard i understand like why it why it tanked and why they went the directions that they went in most cases but it's just kind of the situation of they tried to make very serious important characters that you want it, that will immediately get you attached from the get-go which is something they had to slowly work on, work up to in um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. But that's just a, it's just a struggle that they messed up and I don't like it. So mm-hmm. something that's really, you know what's something that's really garbage? What? The Avatar, The Last Airbender movie. That's true. It's horrible. Best movie of all time, in my opinion. It, okay. What? The <laughs> meme about it is hilarious. But memeing on how bad it is is the part that I love. Something else I love is my friend, another friend of a friend of mine, is obsessed with Avatar just as much as I am, and I'll he'll like Nathan, what's your favorite movie? I'm like Avatar: The Last Airbender. What are you talking about? Best movie ever. And then he'll get legitimately exasperated or mad at me for like ten minutes, and then he'll realize I was kidding. (laughs) But. Yeah, great show. Fantastic show. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of your favorite movie, Nathan, what's your favorite movie of all time? I know what it is, but let's make it a public thing. It's not my favorite. It's the best. <laughs> Definitively. <laughs> the Princess Bride is the best movie ever made. What? This is a fact. No. Nathan has spoken. No. <laughs> then what's better? One movie. Literally any other movie ever. This is wrong. The Princess Bride is the best movie ever made. No, it's not. What is it missing? What's wrong with it? What's it missing? What's it missing? It's got comedy. It's got romance. It's got action. It's got adventure. It's got it's got sword fighting. It's got um rodents of unusual size it's got a fire swamp it's got torture chambers it's got death it's got literal resurrection from death it's a fantastic movie which i will that which is incredible i just don't i can't i can't it's so good and then also it's old and it's and it was old with a with a low budget so you look at it and go I could have shot something on a better camera. My my phone has a better camera than they use. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. It was filmed on a potato. Basically, yeah. A really big potato, but a potato nonetheless. And, but that just adds to it. You look at things and you say, oh, I can tell that that's fake there. But it doesn't matter. That just makes it better, in my opinion. And that's it. That's all I have to say. Wow. Well, guys, thank you again for listening to this episode of the podcast. I want to thank Nathan again for coming on. So thank you for that, Nathan. Not a problem. 
It was a lot of fun having you. I hope we definitely want to have you mm-hmm. another episode. And uh, hopefully we, we can get uh, a Brony on one of these episodes and just kind of ask him, like, what the life is like as a Brony. I'd really, mm-hmm. I'm really curious to just kind of talk down, talk down, talk with him and kind of just see what he's what kind of stuff he's into with the Brony stuff. But again, thanks for watching. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys on the next episode. See you later. Bye-bye. Please stay tuned for a funny Taylor and Hannah talk about stuff blooper. So Nathan needs to do a quick final words about Croc. Poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. The poison chosen to kill Cusco. So good. (laughs) I I love that. I didn't know I could do that until like two days ago. (laughs) No, it was two weeks ago. Okay. Okay, for real now. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.